Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Opinion or Opportunity. I am your host, Don Gringo. Today, we're going to be discussing uh, President Trump's COVID diagnosis. Uh, Joe Biden tests negative for him and the next presidential debate. Um, Of course, we also want to discuss the next thing of obviously Kaylee McEnany, the press secretary coming down with COVID as of today. And of course, uh, Governor Whitmer's uh, overruled by her Supreme Court in Michigan. So we're going to get into that. And we're going to also go with some coronavirus numbers. And if you stay long enough, if you stay long enough, I'll give you my President Trump COVID conspiracy theory. So here we go. All right. So as always, I want to thank you. The channel is growing. Our first month out, we've done very, very well uh, across all platforms. So I would please encourage you to continue to following, subscribing, uh, and of course, sharing. Most of all, sharing. If you're hearing this on my podcast, please share it. You know, I I appreciate all the love and support that I have been getting. And uh, obviously, as we grow, we'll do more in the future. Um, And we'll do a lot much, much better things, a lot more things. So let's really uh, dive into what we have going on. So the first thing, obviously, is Kaylee McEnany today tests positive for corona. So obviously, she's uh, looks like asymptomatic right now. She doesn't have anything, but she finally tests positive along with some of the other you know, press corps, um, which I think they gave to her. She works in this most secure place in the world, which is the White House. So it's very weird. And I haven't done anything since Trump uh, tested positive. It's very weird that so many people in his inner circle um, have tested positive for for COVID the way they have. But we're going to get into that. But we do want to wish her well. Um, We don't want to wish anyone uh, ill will on, on a virus that does kill people. So again, we wish her well. We hope everything works out. And let's go on from there. So the next thing, obviously, we need to get into is Governor Whitmer. Now, I'm not sure if any of you have uh, follow uh, Stephen Crowder on the Louder with Crowder uh, podcast and what have you, but you should. Uh, another good guy. Um, I He's a little, little far-fetched at times and a little out there, but um, I think he likes to talk facts and he mixes it with funny or he wants it to be funny, which I, I'm not going to lie. A lot of things I think he's, he's, he's funny on. But he also likes to put out facts, and yes, he's conservative media. I may not agree with every point with him, but he definitely uh, likes to put facts out there, and then he likes to support his facts. And I think in this case, he's right. You know, Michigan has, you know, um, funny how they track their their COVID deaths, where they're reporting, and we're not talking assisted living sales or anything else, and I would recommend you watch the uh, Louder or Crowder, uh, Stephen Crowder rally he did in Michigan, but as he points out, just in the nursing homes, um, they're only reported uh, one third of their total nursing home deaths. So they have like 440 some odd, 440 uh, nursing homes, or, or much more that you know they used for their death count. But they have like over 1,100 or 1,200 actual active nursing homes throughout the state, and. They're not reporting the rest of the numbers, and Stephen has been really going after Governor uh, Whitmer on this, um, doing a lot, a lot of stuff to try to get the truth out of there. But uh, obviously, he's being stonewalled, and it's it's obviously why no one really wants to report the numbers and say they've done a crappy job. And we'll get into other numbers later. So uh, Governor Whitmer is defiant, though, with this order. Um, she's going to turn around. And uh, if she, no, this story here, Governor Whitmer's defiant after Supreme Court shuts her down. 
unilateral governance. So um, she says rule gives 21 days to request re, uh, rehearing. Whitmer claims she can govern alone until then. So she's going to do what she wants for the next three weeks. Unfortunately, though, depending on what she does, it's only going to anger more people to try to get out and get out the truth. So I think she needs to be careful with you know what toes she thinks she's going to step on or if she thinks she's going to have a career after people find out the truth. So she, she's going to have to be careful there. I think, um, no, this has been a, a pretty crappy situation for everybody, but I think it's even you know, worse in some areas. And we're going to get into some, some numbers, some current numbers here shortly. But I think everyone should probably follow this Michigan thing because I think it's going to set a precedence on how COVID numbers are counted uh, retro and moving forward. So if you're, if you're out there and if you're seeing this, you should probably pay attention to what happens. And, you know, I know you may not be a fan, but I would probably f tell you to follow Crowder. Um, he's really hot on this, on this particular subject. He actually did a whole rally in Michigan on this subject. So uh, definitely, definitely pay attention here. The next thing though is uh, Trump's, Trump's um, COVID thing. Now, no, Walter Reed physicians, you know, Trump sent wrong message that it's okay to go out with COVID. You know, he did that whole motorcade parade, you know, um, going out there and, and people were like, oh, he's going to get the people in the motorcade sick, you know, but there's like a, a plexiglass partition and stuff inside the vehicle between the drivers and, and him and whatnot have you. There's, there's a lot of things there in place. Um, you no, know, if you can go and you know, go to Walmart, go grocery shopping, and you're standing and rubbing up against people because, let's face it, after being so long locked up, no one, no one is following the rules, then I have to, I have to say that, you know, I don't think Trump being in the back of his vehicle waving to the crowd is putting the drivers up front at risk. It's just it's just a crappy thing that the media is doing here. You know, you know, if you listen to the media, we, we shouldn't be leaving our homes. Right. If you listen to Biden, he wants to shut the country down. If you look at today, Mayor de Blasio wants to shut, shut down New York City again, or at least a portion of New York City again. You know, um, and we're going to get into some numbers because it's really weird how things are so much different in, in, in parts of this country. And I'm not saying that every situation is the same. There are underlying factors depending on which state, what region, and what have you, but there's some significant differences. But, you know, when we get into you know, Donald Trump's physicians here, you know, there's a problem with what the doctors can and cannot say. And it goes back to the 1996 um, HIPAA laws, right? So here, you know, and I'm quoting the ABC News' article. Uh, that is put out, uh, I believe, let me see, t uh, yeah, t October 4th, that was yesterday at 3, uh, 11 p.m. So the HIPAA laws, as they're reporting it, you know, under normal circumstances, you know, um, doctors are limited in what they can divulge publicly about their patients under stringent, stringent rules, stringent rules di dictated by the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996, right? So these HIPAA laws have been in place for a while. We all know it, but they sit there and say, but with a president, there is no clear roadmap for what information Americans deserve to know in the context of patient privacy. 
Now, this article right here, I'm not going to say it's a perfect article, but it does bring up past presidents and things that the public was able to know and was not able to know from everything from, you know, the Reagan assassination attempt, you know, with him being shot and what have you to what was publicly released when, you know, not everything was divulged immediately, you know, and a lot of these cases and some of these cases with these past presidents, nothing was divulged. So I think the media is drawing you know, this really hard line in the sand that we deserve to know everything. But by whose standards? By the law's standard, the doctor can't tell you everything. And I'm sure unless the patient, President Trump, signed off on it, he can't, you know? And I don't think Trump is going to sign off on everything. So we're going to get into a reason why. That goes to my conspiracy theory. Now, if you disagree with me on what I'm saying so far, by all means, Put it in a comment. Put in a comment or reach out to me, right? You can reach out to me at info at dongringo.com or opinion.opportunity at gmail. You can also reach out to me on my Twitter, which is opinion or opportunity, or on the parlor, opinion or opportunity. But you can reach out to me and you can disagree with me and let's have a conversation, right? So let's get into the reactions from the media. Right here's the Daily Beast. Right, this is the Daily Beast as of today, no 4:47 a.m. Um, this is October 5th. Right, it's hard to care about a president who doesn't care about us. You know, I, I think the problem here is I think th this is again another hard line drawn in the sand where you don't think the president cares about you. I think what he's trying when you look at this, when is it a personal accountability? Right, when is it your responsibility? to wear a mask? When is it your responsibility to social distance? Where is your accountability in this? Because everyone wants the government to do everything for you. Now, we all have access to masks and whatnot have you and hand sanitizer now. It's not depleted. I can go to the store and I can find it. Okay. When is it not your responsibility? Why does the government have to tell you to be responsible? At some point when we grew up, didn't we know we had to be responsible for ourselves and be responsible for what we do around others? I mean, it just seems like common sense, but I guess the world just doesn't have common sense today. But that's just me. So this guy does care. He's always put America first and trade policies and everything else under the sun. He's always tried to make this country better. And he's been talking about how this country has been in decline for decades. So I'm not going to sit here and say the man don't care. I'm not going to say he's not a narcissist and doesn't want to look good in the process. He's a showman. That Let's face it. But he's got he's a showman. He's got to get results. And guess what? There's no show. So I, I'm really, really having a hard time with this. But we need to move on, right? So this is the Daily Beast. And then here's, here's Jack Taper, right? Again, this is a great CNN article. You know, CNN's going fucking backwards again. But here's CNN. No, we can't. Hold the line. So Joe Biden at least took out the negativity. But this is the Washington Post about, you know, the CNN. So this was the Washington Times, excuse me, not Washington Post, Washington Times article, right? So this is an article that was done as of today, right? Monday, October 5th on the CNN. So Jack Taper, excuse me, Jake Taper to Trump. Sick and in isolation, you have become a symbol of your own failures, this is where I constantly turn around and say that there is no goddamn dignity in politics and in the media. And CNN's Chris Cuomo said it yourself, the media is not your friend. He got caught red-handed saying it, about his, including about his own profession and his own organization. The media is not your friend. 
right? So I'm having a real hard time where if Joe Biden, who comes out and says, I am the Democratic Party, well, why aren't these liberals falling in line? Why? Because they just don't care. So that man understands being a, uh, being a vice president of a country. You don't kick a man while he's down. These people don't give a shit. That's the attitude you got to have. This is why it's so hard for independents like me, centrists like me, to fall in line with them because where the hell is the dignity and morale that you're supposed to have in the media when you're supposed to turn around, report facts, not fucking opinions like this? This is a problem. This should always be a problem. This should be a problem for everybody. You should stop watching CNN. That's what you should do. Because if you're, if you're not trying to unify the country, if you're not trying to, trying to report facts, if you're going to give sick opinions like this, and again, I'm not a proponent of Trump, but I have to say you need to respect the office, okay? Because the next man sitting there might be a Democrat, and guess what? I expect the same treatment, if not more, because your guy's failing. So I have a real hard time with this, and other people should too, but we need to move on. Uh, yeah, so this one right here, again, we're, I'm not going to go into. This is just Trump, no, with the with the SUV and going around. But this was an interesting one, right? So this is my Twitter page. This is the Washington Examiner. This is CNN right here. You know, you got to love CNN. They just, they're just horrible people. So the feed was cut while discussing coronavirus with CNN, right? So this is a, a Trump campaign person, you know, uh, Jason Miller, let me see this, at Jason Miller's in D.C. Uh, Twitter account, right? So he had an interview with CNN, and, and, and listen to this. Chuck, so with for all example, due respect, though, Jason, with all due outdoor, respect, outdoor Joe Biden mandate. is not the one in the hospital having contracted the coronavirus. Uh, and President Trump, and this is this is the whole point, that you can have every safeguard in place. There are so many things we don't know about this virus. You can have everything in place and still contract it. So the whole point is we have to go and defeat this virus. We can't stay locked up in our basements forever. Americans. And she just cut the feed. There was no signal going out, no nothing. Just went blank, right? And I'm so sorry, Jason Miller, we just lost his satellite because uh, that interview went longer than we had expected. Jason Miller. <laughs> no no bias in the goddamn media right none no bias nope can't see it doesn't show this is this is how incredibly this is why i say you got it people got to get rid of cnn it is just a horrible tabloid i was seeing some possibility of the light for them and i said it in previous shows and podcasts i i i just having a hard time here with CNN, they're just going ass backwards, and there's nothing. There's nothing anyone can say about it. This is just disgusting and, and horrible, right? So at least Biden. Biden comes out and says that uh, this is as of yesterday, October fourth, right? This is the Epic Times um, that Biden will be at the next debate as scheduled, um, which I I commend him on, right? I, I commend him on it, right? So Trump came out, and you know they were standing 15 feet apart. The podiums were 15 feet apart. He didn't contract it. Trump should be medically cleared by then. Um, and then that's that's that, right? So I commend Biden for wanting to come out. I mean, there's nothing that I, I you know. I don't like him totally, but there are some redeeming factors with Biden that Trump doesn't have like this. Like he's much more of a statesman and I give him that. 
but he also hides a lot more shit because he's a traditional politician. That's the other problem. So I, Trump's downfalls also sheds a lot more light than what you know, someone like Biden would do, which I've said in other shows, like with his tax problems and stuff that everyone doesn't want to report on, right? Um, you know, he's a traditional politician. But with that being said, he's also much more statesman. But it doesn't mean the fact that I, I like him lying to us any more than I like Trump lying. But at least Trump's a little bit more honest about, I mean, we could see right through his nonsense, right? No, it's just incredible. The media, because the media backs up, no, Biden. So what are they going to do? They're going to hide everything this goddamn guy does. At least with Trump, they don't. If Trump does something wrong, we know about it. Uh, so again, the next thing I want to talk about is the Trump campaign rally. So Trump campaign advisor, again, Epic Times uh, came out with this article, um, says rally safety protocols won't change following the COVID-19 uh, diagnosis for Trump. Again, that's an article as of today. And, you know, at what point, again, do we go back? It's your personal responsibility. You know, if you don't go, if you think you're going to catch it, don't go. But there are certain states, there are certain states where it's absolutely worse. And let's let's get into that than, than others. So I'm going to point out like, like my stuff here, right? I'm going to point out, I'm going to point out this. So I got to minimize this because my head's in the way. So let, let's, let's move this. Let's move this over here. So... I live in Bell County, Texas. So my cases total as of today's, if you Google it, Bell County is 5623 with only 89 deaths. That's central Texas, right? But, but, now let's get into, this is Austin. So Austin, again, this is where Texas, they say, oh, Texas is bad. Well, it depends where you are. The major urban areas, absolutely, it's bad. So Texas you know, as far as Austin, Texas, has 29,000, say, 800 cases because it's 799. So let's say 800 cases with only 429 deaths. So it's not everywhere. So when you're going to these rallies and doing stuff, you got to figure out where you're going and how bad it is. Here's Dallas. Now, Dallas is bad, right? Dallas turned around 87,529 cases. That's not a small amount of cases, right? But they only have... 1,148 deaths. Now, I'm not saying that 1,148 deaths ain't bad, but watch when we start looking at bigger numbers, right? So Houston, Houston's horrible, right? Uh, 148,000 plus cases of COVID. But you know what? Only 2,626 deaths. Again, horrible that people are dying for sure, but look at the numbers. Now, let's get into some other areas, right? So Massachusetts. We're going to take the whole state. The whole state has 135,000 plus de- uh, cases and 9,510 deaths. Now, I just got done telling you, right, and showing you that Houston has 148,000 cases plus with only 26, 26 cases. The whole state of Massachusetts has less cases and nine, nine times more the death rate. So what's what are we doing wrong? And don't sit there and say that it's a population density. We're talking one major city versus a whole state. And I was born, raised in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. So I know these states. So you can't talk population density with me, right? So let's look. So here we go. This is Rhode Island. So Rhode Island had... 
25,076 cases so far with only 1,118 deaths. But I just got done telling you what? That in, in Austin, uh, excuse me, Dallas, Dallas had 87,000 with roughly the same number of deaths. So what is the problem in the medical? Is it the medical care? Is it the medical treatment? Is the people running the states? Is that the issue? Because I'm starting to wonder here if, you know what, Trump may not be 100% wrong, that there's something going on with these Democratic-run uh, states, right? So let's get into it. So this is Connecticut, 58,297 cases with 4,500 deaths. But I just got done showing you Austin, right? I just got done showing you Austin at 29,829 deaths. And we're talking the whole state of Connecticut. The whole state of Connecticut. Right? So, uh, with 58,000, so they're way higher. Let's look at, let's look at New York City. Yeah, so New York City is a goddamn mess. 251,000 cases over almost 24,000 deaths. But again, I just got done showing you, right? Houston, 148,000 cases, only 2,600 deaths. Right? It's just amazing. It's just simply, simply amazing. The whole, the whole state has 469,000 cases and 32, 000, almost 33,000 deaths, right? Most of it, so basically 10,000 are the rest of the, are the, rest of the, the state. 23,000 is uh, 23,852, all New York City. How, how, do you, how do you not look at this and think there's something wrong, right? So let's do California. So California has 835,000 cases and only 16,000 deaths. Now, 16,000 deaths is a lot of deaths. There's no doubt about it. But if you add up all of Texas, it don't even compete. It don't even compete. So what does that tell you? You have this number one largest state in the union, right? And you have a state like Texas which, again, Texas has uh, the same amount of, uh, I was going to say same amount, man, mass, but it has 800 and some odd thousand cases, 16,400, right? It's just crazy how when these numbers, when you look at them, they just don't make sense anymore. They just don't make sense. And, and New York City really doesn't make sense. So New York, New, excuse me, New York City and New York State. So Texas and, and, uh, uh, California running neck and neck with with the amount of COVID cases. New York State has less than almost almost half the cases, but more than doubles the death rate. It's it's rough. It's absolutely rough. And people need to take a look at that. You know these numbers are real. So when it comes to taking personal responsibility, where you are really dictates, you know, the education system. Where I'm at, we don't have to be as stringent as somewhere in New York City. So everyone keeps saying the federal government needs to step in. Where 
every state, everything's different and people are running it different. Numbers prove it, running it different. Okay, the federal government doesn't need to solve this. People need to elect better, better politicians to run their government. That's all there is. So I want to finish up. I, I said I would finish up with Trump and his conspiracy theory. And again, if you leave a comment, even after this, leave a comment, reach out, continue to follow, continue to share. But this is my conspiracy theory when it comes to when it comes to Trump and all these GOP people getting sick. So Trump's inner circle gets sick with COVID. All of them mild. Not saying it's not suspicious. But with that being said, right, what's the one thing I've been saying pretty much every show? The only thing Joe Biden has to run on is coronavirus. Trump is bad. That's it. He's no Supreme Court picks like he's promised us in the past. Now he's not doing it. Now it's not universal health care. Now he's flip-flopping there. Now he wants to be law and order. He's flip-flopping there. So the only thing Biden's had to run on is coronavirus. So I think Trump turned around, not, can't say it, again, possibly don't know, conspira- conspiracy theory is what I'm saying. Okay, um, got sick with some other people, right? Because you're in the number one securest place in the world and you are you got sick. You're the number one securest place person in the world and you got sick. But he's taking all these meds. And he's doing very well. And he got sick last week and he's coming home supposedly today, possibly this afternoon. So I have a feeling that because the only thing Biden had to run on was coronavirus, 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 because he wouldn't take a stand on anything, right? That Trump turned around, got himself sick, going to take all these treatments, come out good, show the world that we have treatments that work. Now he takes coronavirus away from Joe Biden. Joe Biden can no longer uh, stand on coronavirus. Now he's got to make decisions and now he's got to turn around and say this is what I stand for this is what we're going to do and he's going to have to make some hard choices and he's going to have to tell the American people where he stands on a lot of issues that he would not stand on before I think that's I think that's the Trump the card Trump's playing again as a showman he gets sick I think it's legit sick purposely conspiracy theory other people conspiracy everyone gets better everyone gets good and now all of a sudden we have the care we need he proves it himself we have the care we need it's possible people can get sick and get better now joe has nothing to run on now what that's my conspiracy theory but i'll end the show thank you so much i'll try to get back to you tomorrow i always try to get at least one show out if i can took a moment from last week uh over the weekend just needed to Take a break. Spend some time with family. But I appreciate the love and support. Keep it up. Keep sharing. And let's keep moving forward together. I'll talk to you later.